you know, it's not good to like brush things under the rug because you sleep and then you wake up and you're like, let's forget about it and move on. I disagree. I think there should be more things under the rug. I think the rug should get, I think that that whole metaphor should be different. Like, I think there should be a bigger rug with a rug with more layers and so much should go more under the rug. I I hate that saying, don't brush it under the rug. What are you talking about? We all should just brush everything under the rug. Hi, I'm Ariel Charnas and this is In House, my podcast about all the happenings in my life. Whether it's fashion, entrepreneurship, marriage, or mom life, you'll hear it all right here on In-House. Hi, guys. Welcome back to In-House with me, Arielle Charnis. For this week's episode, I'm bringing back a fan favorite. Drum roll, please. I feel like Ruby when I say that. <laughs> Drum roll, please. Drum roll. Oh, well, now you gave it away. It's my husband, Brandon Charnis. If you missed my previous episodes with Brandon, make sure you check them out because we cover a lot of ground about our relationship, like how we met, our wedding, becoming parents, as well as entrepreneurs. I invited Brandon back because A, my episodes with him were the most popular and the audience wants more of him. And B, I thought it'd be interesting to get into how we work together in our relationship to support each other, especially when we don't agree or when we're not on the same page, which is... All the time. Sometimes, often. (laughs) So let's get into some of the good stuff that I'm sure he's going to love talking about. First of all, did you know that the most popular episodes of my podcast are the ones with you? How does it make you feel? I'm I'm, I'm really happy about that. It just, it means that there's, you know, if it's the most popular, that means I'm going to be doing a lot of more work here. So I'm kind of thinking about the workload and whether I can fit that into my uh, schedule. You can. You love doing, he loves the podcast. He loves talking. No, it's just funny if I said, oh, well, I'm not going to do what you'd say. You would say, okay. <laughs> it's true. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on board. I'm down to do it. It does. It makes me really happy that I guess I was popular. I don't know, you know, what the. They just love hearing you talk. So why don't we talk about our conflict resolution strategies, which is a fancy way of saying, how do we get through our fights? So how do you approach me when I'm mad at you? Do you want to resolve it or do you just get mad at me and scream at me? Well, I think I've learned over the years, you know, it's so funny because I always, every time we get in a fight, I always go back and I think of them like, what could I have done differently to like avoid this? I always think about like at what moment it like shifted. And I'm probably yeah. like, I probably shouldn't have said that one thing, you know, but, but first of all, I would say that the one thing I learned is to let you have your, you know, your situation. Like, I always try to make everything so logical, but like at the end of the day, it's like, it's, there is sometimes fighting. It's like illogical, you know? Right. So I think that if you, like, I guess the, the most important thing I learned is that like time is a cure for things. Like actually the idea of letting someone have space and, you know, thinking it through or like sleeping on something that actually is a cure. Like, I never thought that way. I always thought, like, if you have a fight, you have to solve it there. Right. Why now? Like, it's like, why is this night different than any other night? Like, why would it solve in six hours versus solving in two hours or solving in one hour? What, what, why is time, what does time do for anything? But I've learned that time is a cure. If you give something time, sometimes even more than you actually think, there's weird things that I think like sometimes even sleeping 
things resolve themselves and people come. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. They, They do. Okay, but I think it's important to say that, you know, it's not good to like brush things under the rug because you sleep and then you wake up and you're like, let's forget about it and move on. You know, it is important to address things. I disagree. I think there should be more things under the rug. <laughs> I think the rug should get, I think that, that whole metaphor should be different. Like, I think there should be a bigger rug with a rug with more layers and so much should go more under the rug. I, well, like, I, think it's I hate very that specific, saying, don't though. brush it under the rug. What are you talking about? We all should just brush everything under the rug. No, but I think it's very specific with what we're talking about because some of our fights, I will admit, that I like start fights about things that are really stu- like ridiculous. So I, I'm okay it's with brushing ridiculous. those things under the rug. It's no, all ridiculous. No, no. <laughs> I guarantee that in relationships, most of these the, the issues that come up and the fight and all this stuff, it's like at the end of the day, it it isn't important. It doesn't matter. It's not serious stuff. Most things should go under the rug. Most things she should be able to look at each other and say. All right, do over. But with fighting, they're do overs. You know, you can just say, you know what? I take that back. Let's start over. There should be a button that you press in relationships where it's like, okay, go, yep, five, yep, let's reverse back five minutes. Thank you. And then just keep going. Because some mm-hmm. people do things all the time that they don't intend to do. Do you know what kinds of things will get me angry, or do I still surprise you when I get upset at things in our in our life? I think I know everything. I'm not surprised. I'm surprised that I sometimes have a problem with like testing the limits of it. Like sometimes I know I shouldn't have just gone down that road, but like sometimes you just do it. And then sometimes you're down the road and like, I literally just like, I'm like, you know what? I'm down this road anyway. Let me throw a couple (laughs) other jabs in here to really fucking piss her off. You know, like, let me just say I'm I'm already screwed anyway. This night is ruined. It's like we have plans to go out to dinner like tonight or something like that. And it's like, all right, so we're going out to dinner tonight. You got her angry with me about something. And there's no if if I sense that there's no chance that the plans are coming back, I will. I'll just I'll play in that space. But if the plans could come back, then I will actually like tonight. We're still going to dinner, right? We'll discuss it after the podcast. It's over at four and. The dinner is not till 730. We could discuss after the podcast. That's too cutting it too close. Okay. Anyway, moving on to the next question. Can I read for everyone what, what you wrote me t- uh, today? No, Brandon, stop. Um, just, let me let me ask game. you the question. Let's see what you wrote me today. Let's just let's just read it. I think this is actually. Really Wait, are good. you going to pref? Are you going to preface it with what I was going through? Yeah. The, the fact was, that we were no, talking about. No, this no, no. Ad- okay. School was canceled today. Okay. So I had Brandon runs out of the house and does his own thing, lives his life because that's like what a male does. Wait, was and I'm stuck at home with all three kids because the snow and all that's three kids are outside? home with me that's while I'm snow? trying to work. Wait, that's snow outside. Yeah. That's considered a snow day. So just so you are all aware why I wrote these really angry text messages to him is because I he left me to go do his own thing outside of the apartment, stuck home with three kids while also taking meetings and interviews. So, yeah. well, yes, here, I, let's I just read this. Angry and um, canceled our dinner plans. Okay, 11.31 a.m. I'm done. You can cancel <laughs> our plans tonight. I am not going anywhere. I wrote back, what? I'm on a tour. I am dealing with a fucking nightmare. 
these fucking kids and work. I can't do a goddamn thing. I said, what happened? I'm on a tour. I have no help. No fucking way am I going to that dinner. <laughs> I never even had it. It's not funny, Brandon. I'm, I'm not really going anywhere. That. I'm doing nothing. Don't <laughs> speak to me. I, I said, okay. You said, I'm on a work call. Everyone needs to leave me alone. Leave me the, the fuck best... alone. <laughs> the best part is he didn't text me. He didn't write me. I still said, don't speak to me. That is amazing. I wrote him. I just wanted him to know what I was dealing with. Okay? I was very angry today. I had Ruby throwing herself on the floor, screaming, crying, convulsing her body. Esme yelling and hysterically crying because I wouldn't let her watch kids' YouTube. Navy cranky and not napping. Like, it was... And then on work calls. Okay, it's no secret marriage is a lot of sacrifice and compromise. But at the same time, it's important to make sure you're heard as an individual and maintain your own identity within the relationship. Both sides have to work at it. So how would you say you maintain your identity and needs while still working with me to strengthen our relationship? I think, yeah, maintain identity or be able to watch football on Sunday. Like, it's like you got to give up a little bit, you know, decide where, you you know, there's certain things you kind of win if if they're your priorities, you know, you kind of give up to get a little bit more somewhere else. You know, I'll take less identity in the relationship to be able to do certain other things. Yeah, I don't, with that question, I don't think I've ever been in that position. Like, I don't feel like I've had to sacrifice, like, for for Brandon. I feel like it's more for my kids. Like, I don't do a lot of things because they're my priority. I feel like I'm a totally different person now than who I was before I had kids. Like that whole identity is gone. Not that it's a bad thing. I I love the new mom me, but I feel like that's totally changed since becoming a parent, not so much as being in a relationship because I feel like we're so on the same page. We didn't I didn't have to change anything about myself for you. You know, I don't have like the football situation like you do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I don't have any of those things. But I don't, but can I tell you something? I don't want to. I, I like being full time needed by the kids. And I guess being with you is my time for myself. Like you have no desire to like go meet your girlfriends and, and you know, do a spa day. No. Yeah. Nothing like no. that. You know what? I do like to get a manicure pedicure. No, no. But, but like, like that's that's not. Uh, you, first of all, you do that in the apartment. So, you, I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, that's like, it takes, uh, you know, it's not like, I don't, uh, I have no interest. I have o'clock. no interest on like going on a trip with like a girlfriend or girlfriends or like being without my husband. Like if I have a free moment, I want to be with Brandon or my kids or some, no, I take, but I like to take baths. I does. I don't really get much time in there by myself no, without a kid coming in, but I, I don't, that's, I feel like that's my time. Maybe that's why we work so well. Yeah. I Like, I don't, like, that's something I don't need, and it's something he needs, so we compromise. But the problem is, is, like, I, I sometimes make him feel bad about it. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Not all the time. Yeah. Definitely not all the time. No, that's true. Yeah, you're pretty good about it. I mean, look, if I have to, during the week, if I have to be out all week or do whatever, he's out, it is he's what it is. Out. Like, you're all, you've always been like that. 
Like sometimes I'll be like annoyed by it if you like if I turn over and you're so, not there in bed, I like freak out. Like why are you not home? So while we're all here, besides the ski trip I'm going on um, next week, my friend also invited me to go to Yellowstone the following week. So that's cool. I, I actually want you oh, to really? go. Is that like why do you think I pushed you to go on this yeah, ski make sure trip? That we're recording this. <laughs> I, I no, I'm not even saying it in a bad way. Like I actually like. Brandon and I are together 24-7. Like, we don't do anything without each other. So, like, sometimes it's like nice that. to, like, miss each other, you yeah, know? I guess that's true. Sometimes I think Maybe it's, like, two trips is necessary. Like, yeah. do I want... Are you just reverse psychology? Maybe like, two trips is too much. No, I have so many friends who's... And, and family members whose husbands, like, are traveling all the time. And in a weird way, like... I feel like it definitely makes you want that person more, but That's at the true. same time, it also makes you resent them. But like for me, Brandon's always I'm always here. just there. <laughs> He's always oh here. God. So like, if he wants to go on a ski trip with a bunch of guys once a year, like I encourage it because like, I want him to miss me a little bit. Like I want him to like be in a position where he's like. Oh, like I don't like I'm at this club with like all these girls, but you know, like, like I no want him to be in those positions. Whatever you you go out all the time when you're with them by yourself, but I'm just saying like, it's I think it's healthy. So that's a fair. Maybe no, I fair. I feel like I should you do should. it. I should be doing it, but I I don't. I think you should. How do you push each other out of your comfort zones to grow? It's mostly you pushing me to be social, and I absolutely hate it. So I don't know if it's really making me grow. No, it's social and like also getting behind. I think it's like digging in on things. Like a lot of times you're just like. You don't want to learn about uh, something like you just like are just like I that uh, that is someone else handling that whatever. And I'm like, no, I think you should understand it like that kind of out of that comfort zone. I think in business, too, like even like what you do with Matt, like you push him to the next. Like it's like you really want to understand it and ask questions. You never were like that. And I think you're the, the fact that you, you know, going out of that comfort zone is, is, is very impressive. How do I push you out of your comfort zone? I think just the idea of like, I'm more comfortable, push the envelope every night and be more social to the more like pu- pushing me to, to, to just be sort of like more okay with doing nothing. Yeah. Which I don't really like doing all the time, but like you've gotten me, you know, to be more comfortable with being comfortable. Do you think having children has made it harder or easier? So much easier. We're like the team. Like, it's like you have your team here. It's like, you know, I yeah. used to like, you know, have so much FOMO all the time. Now it's like, you know, have don't the have parties that. here. This is yeah. the party. We bring the party. Do you feel like we're supportive of each other in our parenting? I do wish you could be more like, you know, not just like social, but like enjoy more collective happiness and be more like about that. More inclusive of like, like and more about trying to plan it so that like, you know, like the way like my parents used to go on vacation with another family or whatever. Like if you were like more about like, oh, guys, let's like let's come to let's all do something really fun and get everyone together to do it. It's just so not my personality. It's not your personality. That's at all. more you. That's more you. Some things like, you know, I like everyone to, to come and, you know. Yeah, I'm opposite. I like to do things with just my family alone. Yeah, we're different now. And as a father, what advice will you give our daughters about conflict resolution in their relationships? Yeah, the, I would say that 
the little things don't matter. I would say as long as you trust the person and you're on the same page with what you want out of life and the goals, right? And you don't believe that, that this person, will, it's all about intentions at the end of the day. If this person will not intend to hurt you, right? Not intend. They might do a lot of stupid things, but their intentions are not to hurt you. Then I would say that's the right person for you. It's all about like goals and intentions. There's going to be a lot of hiccups along the way. But I have a question. But like, I don't know about that saying, because like, say a guy, you know, cheated on his wife and had an affair. His intentions weren't to hurt his wife. Yes, they were. What? Yes, they were. What are you talking about? Okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that someone, okay, who is not in their right mind, right? Meaning they drank way too much alcohol at a party, but when they get in the car and they actually don't know what they're doing and run someone over, do you think that person intended to kill someone? No. They did. The minute they started drinking with their keys in their pocket to get and got into uh, a car, they're yeah, what do you mean? That's gross but they're negligence. They're not in their right mind. They're not they're not in their right mind. They were in their right like mind when they didn't when intend they, to kill someone. Wait a minute. They were in their right mind when they got in the when they started drinking, knowing that they're going to drive. When they started drinking, I don't know. But, but what if they didn't know they were going to drive? What if they were put in a situation where they had to, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I wouldn't say they were. I mean, they didn't know they were going to drive. Like, the person didn't know they were going to put their, you know, have sleep with the, the other woman. No, they knew the minute doing that, that's the intention gets brought back to the actual act of the sex and are cheating or the uh, versus the actual act of the drinking uh, when they're going right. to be driving. That's right. what I'm trying to say. It's like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not, uh, I, I hear you in the sense it's like, it's different than like taking a gun and pulling the trigger and intending to shoot someone, but it's not so different where it shouldn't be criminalized or punished. Got it. Okay, let's play a game. Here are 10 tips on how to solve relationship conflicts. Tell me how well you think we do with each of them. One, being direct. Uh, we do very well with that. We're very direct, both of us. I think we know when to be direct and when not to be. We know when not to piss our partner off. It's again, we, that's why we're brushing stuff under the rug. That's why we got so much stuff on our rug. That's why we got a big broom. Talking about how we feel without blaming each other. We're terrible with that. I think I blame you for everything. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You're like, this is just how I feel. Never say never or always. Yeah. Ne- yeah, yeah, yeah. Never say never. Are you kidding me? Last night, you know, if I ever asked you, do you think I could take, you know, Esme alone to like an eight o'clock game during the week? Like you'd be like eight o'clock Nick game. You'd be like, the answer is always no. But <laughs> last night you were like, oh, take her. So let's go with, you know, that's why we're, we're not always no. We are never say never. Right. Pick your battles. Do we pick our battles? Yes. Really listen to your partner. Yes. Yes. Don't automatically object to your partner's complaints. I think we're pretty good at that. Yes. Take a different perspective. I'm getting very good at that. Yeah. I really am. I really am. Stubborn. Like I really sometimes I'm like, she's not that crazy. Because maybe I could put myself in her shoes. She's actually not a psychotic person. She's not crazy. If maybe if I were her shoes, I would feel, you know, a little bit like, you know, 
I don't know. I'd be nervous about the situation. I would act that way. I'm really I'm really getting good at that. Do not show contempt for your partner. Yeah, we we never there's never a hatred. Don't get overwhelmed with negativity. Yeah, I think we're really good at that. Actually, I think like from that whole drama over the summer, like that stuff, like, yeah, we don't. I mean, we kind of like nothing can really, you know, affect us. Negative, negative people, negative, whatever that, you know, we really don't care for that. Know when it's time for a timeout. Yeah, that's you what don't. We, yeah. Nice. I'm saying I don't, but I'm getting better at it. You're getting better at it. Yeah. Anyway, that was fun. Brandon, thank you for joining me again on the podcast, especially no to talk about a sensitive topic like this. I appreciate your honesty and everything you do for me and our family. And thank you to all the listeners out there for joining us. Reach out to us with any questions about the podcast or who you want us to bring on. DM us on Instagram at Something Navy. See you next week. That's a wrap for today's episode of In-House. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more thoughtful discussions and amazing guests. Make sure you follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And of course, follow me at Ariel Charnis and at Something Navy. See you next week.